Hello and welcome to the Permission Givers podcast with Janelle and Alicia. Alicia is a soul coach who helps women come back to self to discover who they truly are and what they are here to do. Janelle, that's me, is a spiritual mentor and psychic medium who focuses on empowerment, spiritual growth, and finding your divine purpose. We are a women's empowerment podcast here to give you permission to choose yourself so you can unlock and live the life of your dreams. Let's go. Hi guys, welcome back. Today we're talking about permission to fall. Well, ah, what a topic. And I am feeling really quite tender today. I think I'll start by saying I got my period two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> we are sinking on the moon cycle. So what you have here is two very emotional women. Mm. And we thought we'd jump into this. We weren't sure what we would talk about today. And we have the opportunity to record a couple of sessions for you. And we were like, fuck it. Let's give permission to fall. That's what we're here to do is give you permission for all the different aspects of your life, right? And one of those, if we're fully honest with you, involves us falling flat on our face time and time again. So, and it's that sensitivity, um, particularly in the line of work that we're in, where we hold and facilitate spaces for others that we, I think, can often try to hold ourselves to standards that we would never expect of others. Mm. Uh, and um, yeah, so that, that's me right now being really raw and honest that today I've really felt like I haven't had my shit together at, at all. I've felt really sensitive and tender over absolutely everything. And nothing. And nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's normal, right? If we were to sit here and pretend that every day we feel fantastic, we are failing you because mm-hmm. we have committed to bringing you honest, authentic content, permission giving for you to be the fullest version of yourself. And the fullest version of yourself is still going to have shit days. Yes. Essentially, we are the permission givers. Mm-hmm. And so by sharing our truth, deep, real and raw, um, we don't paint this perfection of a life. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like everyone else, just navigating and rolling with the punches as they come. So one thing I'll speak into around this that I uh, had come up for me this morning was really leaning into my um, my patterns. So recognizing what's what's feeling like it's going on a lot right now is energetically. I feel like people are recoiling or retreating, retreating their moving, own energy, yeah, yeah moving back home, yeah. Mm. And so my old pattern of uh, rejection of abandonment. They're both coming up quite a lot recently, but what it's doing is giving me a a platform to witness myself and witness my old patterns and go, okay, what did you what did you used to do, like in this um, in this feeling? And I would often just abandon and reject myself as well. So really shut down, not allow myself to feel, not allow myself to connect with my emotions. And I guess the emotional maturity that I have now. Is doing the exact opposite. I literally uh, voice noted Janelle on the way here to say that I'm pretty annoyed at myself for not being able to numb my emotions. I'm like, I'm like, I'm so annoyed that I'm emotional about everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah, I just don't don't really want to be. I wanna, I wanna be able to shut down. But I, as I said, the emotional maturity I have now tells me that when I have space and when I have time, that feeling is okay. The feeling is good. And it is actually what I teach people. 
yeah <laughs> to feel their feelings exactly because we can't like someone said to me once you have to feel it to heal it and I was like oh yes you do right so our cycles women's cycles are made they're supposed to be on a 28 day cycle they are fucked at the moment worldwide but we won't go into that but they're supposed to be a 28 day cycle and they're supposed to be that you will in, incorporate different parts of self throughout that cycle so certain parts of your cycle like your bleed are your time to literally call home, to go home, to internalize, to withdraw, to listen to the parts of yourself that you're normally too busy for. Mm. So Leisha's having some old wounds come up, right? And going like, why are you here? Go away. They're there. They need to be seen. They need to be heard. They need to be held, right? But what we do is we just go, oh, fuck off. Get back in your box under the bed, please. Thank you. And I'm going to go do something that makes me feel good. And it's not until we don't have energy to do the things that make us feel good that we have to sit in our shit We have to sit in our mess and go, what's really coming up for me today? Mm. And that's how we heal. But it feels like us. (laughs) Yes, it does. Um, And and what I want to speak into around that is what I was called out on this morning in a coaching session as the client Mm -hmm. was that my, the, the energy that I was carrying currently was one where I wanted somebody to lead me. Like I I was feeling, as I said, tender, sensitive, and yeah, like I had lost the ability to lead myself. And I say that quite emotionally because that is something that's uh, quite raw and real for me, um, leaning into the safety of masculine energy. And I feel like until we find it within ourselves, it's really hard to uh, provide that safe space for our feminine energy. Again, I'm going back into two energies because I kind of relate my whole life towards how I'm operating and it's often in one or the other Mm -hmm. Um, and it's often positive or negative energies within both. So what I was really realising, yeah, is that I was looking to be nurtured and led rather than implementing my own leader my own personal um energy of of the leader that I am and you know I you know I feel like we often don't have a choice there's some of us out there that don't have others in our lives and so we do have to step into this role of shutting down our feminine energy and taking charge and like I see that a lot amongst empowered women that don't really look outside themselves to others to nurture to hold space for them because I feel I feel like they they lead themselves in that way. They're all they're all shut down. Even even when they have husbands that want to step in and take care of them in that space, the patterns that they've consistently taught themselves was that no, I take care of myself in this phase or this time. Or there's levels of shame actually that come up. But that's what I was thinking about driving out here. Was the shame that comes from the sensitivity, which is Part of why, um, I guess, part of why it's hard, it feels uncomfortable to display it. Mm, And that's why I said we are sharing this today. We're not putting on a fake smile. We're not putting on a fake facade to go, oh, yeah, like I'm feeling crap, but let's talk about this. And that makes me forget that I'm feeling crap. I actually voice noted. So this cycle has been ridiculously hard for me, actually. Um, And I voice noted a friend and I said, I feel like this stuff that I'm doing, this podcast, this amazing things that I'm doing, 
is all fake. And he laughed and he said, don't be ridiculous. And I said, no, I feel like it's fake. And then he goes, I think you're being silly. And I said, okay, I've rethought about it. And I feel that it's a distraction. And he said, that's better. (laughs) And so I was, I sat with that really uncomfortably. And I was like, is the version that you guys hear of me on this podcast, a fake version of me? Because Mm -hmm. I was sitting in that shit of you're a loser, Janelle. You're a failure. No one wants to listen to you. I was so sad. I literally had my husband go and buy me a really big block of chocolate, those huge ones. And I laid on the couch and I watched Sweet Magnolia's terrible show. And I cried at myself, not the show. And I ate chocolate all day. And I thought, this is the real you, Janelle, not the chick that's on the podcast. This is the real you, this loser laying on the couch, stuffing your face with chocolate and crying. And then it wasn't until today that I was like, you're allowed to be both. Actually, I called a friend. I voice noted a friend yesterday in the midst of my mess and she was listening to my podcast and then she listened to my voice note and she was like so confused. Like she's like, that's not Janelle. (laughs) And I was like, no, 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 no. We're going to talk about this because both of those versions are me. There's no fakeness in either of those versions. But when we're at our lowest, we go to that person that people listen to, that's not me. I'm not that person. I'm not worthy of someone listening to me. So I just wanted to share that to give you permission to go, you are not an imposter because sometimes you feel like shit. It's part of the process. Absolutely. Yeah. It's okay to have moments where you feel tender and sensitive. And (laughs) that's hard for me to say right now because I'm in it. And I guess surrendering to it is not always as easy as it sounds. I feel like I've been resisting it for a few days, the emotional Mm. breakthrough. I've actually still been crying quite a bit today, but I still know. And I, and you know, what I want to share around that is when you start to have a connection to your body, it is going to keep giving you messages and it's going to keep giving you signals until you honor the messages that are coming through. And that's just a big, a big message to myself right now. Yeah, because we recorded a session a week ago where we talked about actively avoiding sitting in our feelings and journaling. (sighs) (laughs) So let this be the lesson. (laughs) Let this be the lesson to listen up. And essentially we are, we do have a special guest coming on in a couple of shows to talk about women's cycles and how to encompass each part of the cycle, each phase to work best for you. Mm. And when you don't do that, what you find is you end up like this. Mm, (laughs) So you always feel things deeper on your bleed. And the reason being is not because, or, or in the days leading up, is not because you're crazy or hormonal or any of that stuff. It's because the volume of everything around you is turned off and the volume of what's going on inside you is turned on really loudly and that's opposite to the rest of the cycle, right? So that little niggle that sometimes pisses you off, it's going to make you murderous, right? <laughs> and it's not because you're hormonal. It's not because I'm on my period. It's because like I've overlooked it and distracted myself from it and now I'm really fucking pissed off about it and that's okay. And that makes so much, so much sense. The other thing I want to share, I know this wasn't supposed to be about cycles, but um, this is the conversation I had with my daughter before I left home today, was how we have been conditioned to live in a man's world. And mm. not that I, like I said, it's it's never, I don't want to attack masculine energy, the patriarchy or men on this podcast. That's not what it's about. But 
we've been conditioned to operate Monday to Friday, nine to five, consistent energy, which men carry. Mm -hmm. And that is not, that is not how women operate. And you know what, you may be one of those women that operates really well in that consistent Monday to Friday, nine to five energy. Uh, That potentially could be because you operate better in your masculine energy. As I said before, we we all carry both. But if you feel innately that your feminine energy is the, the, the energy that drives you, there's a great potential that you're not structured to work that consistent, um, structured Monday to Friday. I'm going to go a bit harsher style. on that and say that no no woman is is structured to do that. So you might be doing that. You might be coping, but you're not honoring your body. Yeah. That's what I'll say with that. Okay. And I'm highly masculine in my workload, in my methods, in my goal setting, but it it bites me (laughs) when I'm not listening. Mm. And that's what's happening right now. So traditionally, if you listen and if you read the women who who run with the wolves, um, she touches on that, that women essentially in tribal communities would leave the community and go and bleed together only to be of respite because the magic that's coming through their veins through their womb, through their blood, all of that stuff is so sacred and it's such a time to really connect with sisterhood and tap into our intuition that our chores and our responsibilities were removed from us, whereas in modern-day society we are told to have a neurofin and soldier on. And we're giving you permission not to do that, which is powerful. Mm. Uh, I I feel like it's also a big part of why a lot of women are going into personal businesses into, mm. I don't even know if you know, I know how to say this word. Is that on entrepreneurialism? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's not just because they, they're like, I'm, and it's, you know, it's definitely not consciously because like, I want to honor my cycle. It's like, I want to honor the bullshit that goes on in my life. Mm. I want to honor motherhood. I want to honor, honor my creativity. I want to honor the way that my energy cycles away from my cycle. So it's not just, you know, moon cycle related. It's also human design related and yeah. we're all, different I want to work when I fucking want to work you know so that's why there's a big change and there's a big lead within that as well so it's not that women are consciously going I'm honoring my period I'm quitting my job it's literally like I'm honoring myself and with that comes our bleed cycle yes Mm. yes again just going back to the fact that just men and women are different yes we are not made up the same but I think essentially what I was meaning is that when you carry one energy or, or the other, mm-hmm. um, I love that Janelle challenged that because even if you are a female that carries a lot of masculine energy, you're still going to have a cycle of some form. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, like I can't say through any personal experience or knowledge, um, whether when you operate in a lot more masculine energy, whether it changes your cycle or whether your cycle is any different. You're just not listening to it. I can yeah. say that from personal experience yeah. and it will actually act up more when I'm in that masculine more. Mm. So just to get super personal with you guys, I had a kinesiology appointment this morning and we tapped into my pericardium meridian. I might sound like a real fuckwit if that's not right, right? <laughs> but essentially it's it's the heart area and I have been hurt, which I touched on briefly, and the armour shut down on my heart, which I knew, and we tapped into that and removed some blockages because, you know, it went back to some hooks in my adolescent years and all that kind of stuff and that was really pulling things in. And essentially that 
area, that meridian is connected to all of our reproductive organs as well. So by shutting down our heart space, I've been in my masculine energy. I've been in my fuck you all energy that I sometimes get as a defense mechanism. Um, and that affected my cycle greatly this month as well. So yeah, I would a hundred percent say that the more we operate in our masculine, not honoring our feminine, the worse our cycle will become. Mm-hmm. symptoms wise yeah mm-hmm. it's a report card that's what louise who we had on here recently yeah from uh, lb fitness yeah yeah so she was telling us it's our monthly report card of how well we've been doing and listening to our body not well this month guys not well <laughs> no in saying that like we've had some conversations recently too you know this is maybe personal bias in some ways too around some of the things that we might put in our bodies and others that when we're within that energy, it's going to affect us and mm-hmm. our bleeds too. And I I do have, call it we will or whatever, some beliefs around that, like our cycles sync. Our cycles sync amongst girlfriends, amongst family. If you've got girls all in the house, it's of common occurrence that women's cycles will sync. And so when we're changing what we're doing to our bodies or potentially putting things into our bodies that might alter our bodies in different ways and it affects our our cycle, it's potentially going to affect the cycle of everyone around, whether they are like that, that are in their synced cycle, it's going to affect them all. And I don't even know if this was going along that lines, but I just wanted to share around when you have lived quite a, um, a life disconnected from your emotions, a lot in your head, that when you start to reconnect with that part of your body, which I feel is our feminine energy, our emotions and our feelings, that, um, yeah, that also has an effect on how on our bleed and on our body and on um, how we react to emotions, which is what's essentially going on for me right now. I've only had a period for another for maybe a year of that. Like prior to that, I had an IUD for 13 years. And so it's come back and it's been very sporadic and all over the place. There hasn't been a lot of structure in it. Uh, but but I realized that I didn't have much of a connection to PMT, is it? Like I didn't have any discomfort around periods or memory of it. And so for me, this time has been a real big eye opener to the connection between my body and what's going on and my emotions um, as a woman. And the reason that we speak about this is because there needs to be, I, it was something I was never educated on. And I don't, and I feel that that was never just because it was never known, you know, it was never known. It was like, oh, period, cool, go deal with this, go deal with that. Um, and move forward, you know, um, don't tell anyone about it. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't do a podcast about it. Are you serious? But essentially it's such a cool way. And I feel like we're not really doing it justice in this episode. So we, as I say, we do have an expert coming on and to touch base, I guess, I guess back on the subject that we wanted to, to bring today was to allow you permission to fall. Right. So there's many reasons that we will fall. One of those reasons that is that it could be hormonal. Yeah, It could be that we need to honor our bodies. Mm -hmm. One of those reasons, and for me especially, is that's my mood cycle. So away from my moon cycle, that is my mood cycle. That's how I roll. God complex, fuck, let's change the world. I have so much to offer. I can't wait. I've got so many ideas to what are you doing? No one wants to listen to you. That's fucking ridiculous. That's how my human design is. I've learned to roll with it most of the time. But part of creation is 
I want to say failing, but I look back and I, I can't even say failing because I haven't failed. But in my mind, I'm like picking all the ways that I've failed. Um, so part of creation is failing. Part of creation is feeling like a sack of shit. And as we've touched on quite a few times in different episodes, that first moment of like, this is fucking shit and I feel so fucking horrible is what sparks, what do I want to do next? Yeah. So we are both highly evolved when it comes to our own emotions, coaching other people through their emotions, and we still forget. And so oh, I was just thinking about um, when you come up against your limitations, I know for me my one of them was innate action, like procrastination. I would not take action. And so it's funny that for me, what I'm seeing right now, the action that is being called of me or asked of me is to create space for myself to feel. And that's, yeah, that's different. That's different to the action that I always held myself back from, which would potentially be being seen. So when it comes to to falling or allowing ourselves to fall. I think I mentioned this on a podcast, uh, the last episode, even I think it was, was being a fence sitter. And so uh, as a fence sitter, you don't essentially have to fall because you can just blame other people because the universe Mm. will just push you anyway. And it wasn't your fault because you didn't actually choose to get off the fence. But the thing about that is it literally holds you back from choice and it holds you back from being empowered enough to lead your own life. And so what I will say on that is that the moment, you know, the moment you decide to take the leap and to take action and to make choices, even if you fucking fail, even if you fail, allow yourself to fail forward. And you don't even have to view it as a failure. If it doesn't work out the way you wanted, you've always got the ability to ask yourself, what did this come here to teach me? What can I learn from this? Even if it feels like I've fallen on my face. And can I just say that no one cares except you? <laughs> I um I ran a masterclass last night and I was coaching one of the, one of the beautiful women, and she wants to hold women's circles in the future. And I kind of listened contently, intently, and I said to her, mm, "Why in the future?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm not." And I was like, "Bullshit!" And I was like, "Do it now," <laughs> you know. And I'm much kinder than that, but I essentially called her out on the fact that she's ready to do it now. And I said, "And I need to let you know that if you post a women's circle." and you don't sell one ticket, right? You're going to feel shit. You're going to feel like a failure. No one else is going to know. And even if they did, they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. We are the only ones that care. So no one cares. That can be like really sad or really, really freeing to go. No one actually cares. Yes. Go for it. We are the only one that cares. That's really powerful for me. No one's looking, no one's watching. And if they are, hello, motherfucker. watch me win next time yeah Uh, this is what I'm saying it doesn't matter how it turns out I feel like all that matters is that we start to take action and as I was saying action doesn't look the same for every scenario for me right now when I'm saying that I'm I'm feeling tender and sensitive action for me is literally creating space to feel and I mean I I, we have shared that already too so Action is not about getting out there and doing the do and creating business type action. It's it's literally slowing down and being tender and allowing yeah. myself to feel. So really, yeah, it's all <laughs> to me. It's about where is the uh, where is the resistance? What because the resistance is generally calling us in the direction of what needs to be dealt with. Yes. 
So, um, yeah, our topic, again, was permission to fall. Permission to fall. And mm. I guess that's that's when we talk about taking risks and taking action, that's the permission. Like literally, if you are allowing yourself to step out there and take action, doesn't matter what happens, You, if you look at it as there's no failure in falling. No. The and biggest failure is never giving it a go. Yeah, and falling can mean trying falling in the face. It can mean staying on the couch. It can mean sitting in your shit. That's okay, you know, and it's not falling, but we're giving, we wanted to, to brand it that way in that, you know, if you choose to sit in your shit for a while, cool. Um, for the longest time, I would be like, I feel shit. I need to go for a run. I feel shit. I need to exercise. I feel shit. I need to have an ice bath. If, you know, cold shower didn't work, run didn't work, all that stuff didn't work, ice bath. Got to have an ice bath. How am I going to get this out of my body? And sometimes it's like, would you just sit down, you silly woman, and actually just feel sad for a sec? Mm. Would you just allow that emotion to process through your body? You know, it's part of the process. So permission to fall is also permission to feel. Yes. Love that. So you have permission to fall and to feel. Thank you for listening. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. See you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. It would mean the world to us if you could give us a follow and even share an episode on your social media to help empower a friend of yours. Feel free to check out some of our other motivational episodes. And until next time, we are giving you permission to live your best life. Bye.